This is a Shock Podcast. Shock. Steady or not, let's talk marketing. Hey everybody, welcome to the brand new episode of Let's Talk Marketing with Seti. Today, I have a very special guest because we're going to talk about public relations or PR. You have heard a lot about this term, but how do we define it? Some people say PR is a company's reputation, or this company's PR is thorough, or this individual's PR is very good, or this person is so good at managing his, his or her or their PR. Now, PR, according to the textbook, is a major promotional tool. As the term suggests, you're essentially trying to engage the company's various publics and build good relationships with them. This is why most brands are dying to create sensational, interesting brand stories because everybody wants to viral kan lah, huh? everything, event lah, videos and all, any related content that can be picked up by different media or shared virally by consumers. So my guest today is Joseph, who is currently the head of social media in Emacs Butey. He is a friend and we've collaborated since his previous employment and to me, this person is a genius when it comes to planning events and sensational news. Uh, this one, he knows how to viral kan the things. Huh? Absolutely fitting for today's topic. Now, without further ado, please introduce yourself, Joseph. Hi, uh, my name is Joseph. I'm somebody who's been in the industry for maybe about close to 10 years, starting off as an agency kid, agency side of person who all Saram. the brands would hate. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I think probably like maybe three or four years ago, I decided to go to the brand side and be the client the agency hate. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes content creator as well. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, but uh, no, no, no. We, I've worked with Joseph. Uh, trust me, okay? He's the easiest person to work with and I'm so thankful. But without guessing you up more, go, 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 go ahead. Uh, yeah, and that's about it. Uh, like Sadie said a little bit as a content creator, but I didn't do it because, oh, I want to be a content creator. I think I did it because I wanted power and authority for work. <laughs> so, yeah. And that is very honest of you. It is because I was also one of those millennials who were like, oh, TikTok. Oh, no, I'm not going to dance. But then when my company said that it's a mandate that we have to be on TikTok, I said, okay, give me two months. If I blow up, it's my way or the highway. And then you got accused for trying to be influencer yourself and whatnot. Oh, there's a whole different <laughs> tea that we're going to get to. We're not going to get to today, okay? Because we're going to stick with the core conversation, which is about public relations. So... Joseph, apart from knowing you as a friend, okay, you also call yourself a social media unicorn. One thing that I realize is that you always keep yourself abreast with the latest trends. You are always so smart with all the latest. You always keep yourself updated. So you are always, when you do content, you will always incorporate those trends and whatnot, right? Also, another thing is what people don't know about you is you are very well connected. I've known you since your previous employment, right? Whenever you have events, you always and you will always get individuals who are from different walks of life, from actors to celebrities to social media influencers to um, you know macam macam people lah. Instagrammer. Instagrammers. Okay. Now my impression about you is you manage to turn people's negative perception about one of your former employees. We're not gonna name drop, okay? Because there was a brand where people will call like scammer allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But when you came on board together with your team and all right, somehow it went away. What was the magic? What what happened? What did you do? Um, yeah, so that was basically what it was my main KPI per se. And I was very confident that my strategy would have worked because for me, when you do 
marketing, be it social media or PR, it's very important to be real, to stay true to yourself. And if there is a mistake that the company has done, right, uh, if you're not doing it for the people, then own up to it, apologize about it. So the strategy started with just very casual content. None of your customers want to hear you say, so sorry, we made a mistake. So sorry, we are like this. We don't mean to. They know you don't mean to, but they know you want their business anyway. So don't go into that. But instead, we created very lifestyle content that is something that drives you to come back to our page to view again, right? We did say sorry. We didn't say sorry through a letter. We said sorry through a Spotify playlist. Uh, we make it very trend-checking. And then what we did was we continue on day-to-day content that makes you want to come back. Horoscope content on social media. People who have worked with me, they would know I press so hard on horoscope content. Not because I want to know your sun, moon, rising, whatever. But it's a content that people want to see. They don't want to see you sell your product anymore. They know you're selling that product. Why they want to go to your Instagram, scroll through your feed to be told what to buy? They already know. Brands, take note. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, I'm telling y'all, some of you are getting on my nerves already with your ridiculous brief. But anyway, okay, so you... <laughs> I love how you are staying true. You're always staying true to yourself. And I like the part where you said... Okay, you don't want to apologize through letters, so you apologize with very creative means and whatnot, right? I don't know whether you notice, or I think you probably do. There are so many brands later that kind of emulated your strategy. What do you think about it? Well, I also <laughs> I also imitated my own strategy in the beginning because of a brand that I worked out in the past. Right. Started with the, the N alphabet. So Ooh. we started that trend. Mm. So that's why I emulated and. To be honest, seeing that it's an achievement itself already. Like, I don't know if it, they really emanated from me or they know it's because I did this for the brands. But it's something that is very rewarding to see. And I'm always very happy as long as I get to see brands try to be less hard sell. And more putting out content that consumers want to see and not what your management wants to see. Brands? <laughs> Yeah, it's a hard selling part. Okay, I I I remember you okay, when when I worked on some of the campaigns under you that time, right? Oh, I was like, so relieved because this person, right, when he gave brief for those of you who are listening who are aspiring to be content creator or somebody that wants to do creative side, right? Sometimes you will receive brief. So there are types of different briefs out there. There was there will be one that's very formal where they will tell you, okay, you must dress in green. Uh, you know your hair must be black. Great dress in green. You must mention our brand six times. You must have our logo. Blah blah blah. When it comes to this Joseph guy, he just told me, okay, this is the key point, just do lah. Honestly, at that point, right, I got shocked because all my years of doing all this content, I've never received a brief that like, you do lah. And then when I sent to him, I don't think there was ever a time when you would be like, can you please make amendments? Or can you change this? Can you change that? He's like, okay lah, up lah. When you allow your creator to be very creative or, you know, because I know my, my, my audience. So my audience wants me to be straight to the point. So I don't want to create skits and all that. That one is really not my thing. Like, I'm too old for that. So I'm like, okay, I, I do it. And yeah, it worked well. I remember my video actually went quite well. And then people thought that, you know, people still think that it's a real thing. Like, yeah. And for the previous brand that I worked in, that content is still currently still the highest performing. Oh! Yeah. Wow. And I think that I believe in working with content creator in a way that I feel like agencies or even brand, we strive so hard to think of unique content to tell creator to do. Mm. But why don't you let the creator tell you what to do? Because this is a, a, a cheat lah. If, if let's say the content don't perform and the idea came from you, even if let's say it's my team, I will throw you under the bus. 
But if the idea came from the creator, right? If it doesn't perform, you can't really say much, you know, to be honest. Brand. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, right? And if your internal team or if you're an agency, you think of an idea to give to the creator, means those are the ideas you're going to do for your own brand from your internal team. Why do you want the same content that your team is doing and the same and to give the creator to create the same content? It's overlapping anyways. It's a waste of time. Yeah, let your creator be who they are because they know their audience better. And one thing, I just want to say this, just since we are already throwing shades here and there, right? Please stop asking your creator to emulate another creator. Oh my god, I hate it so much. Do you know you can do this campaign, but then the reference, ah, you can use this video, ah, damn pantang one, seriously, like, do you know who I am? My videos, I will never emulate anyone. Alright, so we were talking about PR, right? So you essentially turn somebody's percep- people's perception about that brand into something that is quite wholesome and fun, but obviously not so fun because you have left. Now, there are times when we have to hear bad PR stories, nightmares. Have you heard of any... Can you give me some examples and... Maybe your own solutions to the matter if you have any. Uh, so yes. You have six, right? I heard. <laughs> Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> so definitely a lot of experiences from personal to also working in a company. It's really hard without revealing names, but I'll try. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think there was once um, there was a press conference that's been organized and then brand itself were late and then it, it causes uh, members of the media to actually say that you know this is very rude mm. this is not acceptable so in the end the coverage of the event turned into the brand being late with management saying things about each other's physicality physical appearances instead of the product itself what? yeah so usually for situations like this we trended on Twitter but it wasn't about the product Oh, yeah. So, I will always say that this kind of, the solution to this kind of situation is, honestly, with management, always be humble and understand that nobody wants to know about you. People want to know about your product. So, sometimes we need to really check out ego when we do events or even do PR, right? In general, because if you're launching a product but you're talking about yourself, there's not much value for anyone to cover. And then when you go back to your work, then apparently it's the team's fault if they don't get coverage. But oh. no one is to control what you say, right? So that's one example. Um, second one is probably my favorite story, and I think a lot of people who know me was who know the story already. Like this involves a chocolate brand. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. If you're a nano KOL, a nano creator, uh, you were told to go and purchase the prop, mm-hmm. um, the product itself. But if you are a macro and above, they would send you everything you need to create content. Now that you probably would get away with it and people would understand if you do it individually. The way it went into a chaotic situation was because everyone was piled into one group chat. But here's the thing, right? I honestly believe when you work with content creator, be as genuine and, and as nice as you can be. Don't treat your creator like a tool. Treat them as a friend. Talk to them individually. Don't put in group... Guys, never do broadcast message, please. So what you're saying is that so like, let's say 10 people were in a group, so the the, the Mega, Nano, all they group together? Uh, they group according to um, Nano, mm-hmm. Micro, Macro. There's three different groups, I would say. Uh, okay. But the thing is that people talk, I'm sure people know each other. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. that's how people will find out eventually. And then a lot of people also found out and started speaking up because when the content came out, they realized that there is a difference with the product given, Ooh. the prop, like 
people realise that, eh, I was told to buy, but they were seeded all that's needed to create content. Yeah. Oh my god, so did they end up making that, because you say what, you don't apologise with letter, did they end up making horoscope content, content Spotify playlists? <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, because the content creators content are mainly on their own platform and so probably as ads, <clears throat> but yeah, never on their content, so I don't, they never re- actually resolve it, like I would say, it was just swept under the rug and hopefully people forget eventually. Ah. Well, that's some tea because I don't. I, how can I telepass this train? Uh? This is such an interesting story that I've never heard before. <laughs> I think I've worked on that brand before, but I don't know. I was never put in any group chat. Wait, or did I? Never mind. You're, anyway, your Sadie, they have a group chat only for you. They, uh, yeah, they better don't put me in the wrong group. Uh. Okay, so <clears throat> just now we were talking about how well connected you are, and we briefly touched on the fact that whenever you you host an event, right, you basically you cover everybody, lah. You know when people say, remember Ellen DeGeneres broke the internet because she had like a star-studded kind of... Uh, oh, the selfie, selfie right? The right? Thing, yes. broke, she broke the internet. Well, you recently had an event for your company and, oh my God, if somebody who doesn't know that brand, right, by now I think they kind of miss out because you got actor, singer, influencer... Based on categories that the industry choose to put, tastemaker, Taste content creator. <laughs> I don't know lah. It's like everyone, you got... How? First of all, I have a very, very supporting CEO that believes in my vision. Okay. I also have a very supporting and very strong team. But I think it's because we naturally just want people to meet each other and get to know the brands as well. I'm a strong believer of, like I said earlier, one treat them as a friend, right? I never see these people as like, oh, I want you because you're an actor or because you are at, what, 2.1 million or 200k, 500k, right? Can buy one, what? <laughs> mm. I got lost story for another time. Okay. But the, Locking you for season two, ah, producer? <laughs> the, truth, ah. the truth is honestly just getting people to know our brand and being in the beauty skincare services industry, if you guys don't really know, it's it was for an aesthetic clinic. It's called B Plus. You can plug yourself <laughs> and don't worry. I, I, I never asked you to hide that. Then you can you can plug. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna plug so hard. Yeah, please, please, please. The thing is that we know the stigma revolving around aesthetic clinic mm. and beauty services, right? Beyond topical, people think it's always safer to just do topical. But when you are above thirty like me, you actually need more solution beyond topical. So that's why we wanted everybody to get to know the brand and we also know this industry is a little bit shady we as a company we are trying to change that so that's why we wanted all the creators to come in and get to know as well I always have my own agenda which is I want to break down the barrier between your TikToker your Instagrammer or whatever or you sell Hongsu Er or whatever oh my god you that <laughs> suddenly got, so I, I was woken up because of the Xiao Hongsu mention like but the thing is I want to break down the barrier to let everybody meet each other because sometimes there is that stigma among each other so as a creator they'll be like oh your Instagram oh you did hey, yeah, you can try but you know what I, I made a very good point about <laughs> it when we went to event you will always see one the TikTokers and Instagrammers they don't talk to each other I don't know why there's always like uh, oh, like everybody try to look like gods on uh, those Instagrammers TikTokers everybody try to be you know havoc and all you True. can see a clear distinction even on that day when you were there you, you remember your event there were so many Jane Chuck lookalikes and you know <laughs> there were so many um, you know mirror TikTokers it's not that okay I personally right I don't like to be grouped as oh he's a TikToker also 
because I exist on all the platforms. I'm on Twitter. The way you don't mention Twitter just now, yeah, like, I'm I'm everywhere lah. But like you, you can see the pattern and the you know the 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 way people treat each other is so funny. So congratulations. I do you think that your event was a success? Because I think when it comes to PR, okay, I want you to give advice to a brand, okay? Because you know. The person who's talking to you right now, he's about to have his own brands. How can I make sure that my event is a success? Be my consultant right now. Mm. Uh, before that, in case this is not edited out, Jane Chuck, I love you, Ata <laughs> No, Jinja is fine. I love her. She's going to be on the show. Yeah. yeah. Advice or like consulting this, I would say pick the right people for your product. And I choose my creator based on how genuine they are with their content and to their people. Right, like this is not uh, forgive my language. This is not kiss ass, uh, But like, I've engaged Sadie a lot for my project is because it's truly very genuine, and also because you actually engage with your audience. Thank you. No matter what they say, positive and negative, you also will engage. I engage with your audience and your staff also. Don't forget. Correct. <laughs> ah, I get them in my videos. So I, yeah. Correct. I think there was always that 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 barrier last time where this is only for Instagram, like I would say, <laughs> like. Sometimes they don't engage with their comments, right? And it hurts the brand and also the personality. <clears throat> so I think, like, someone like Sadie, you engage with them a lot. So it gives a lot of value because social media influencer marketing, right? It's not tangible, you know. Unless you talk about ads got number, it's tangible. Mm. But other than that, as a marketing person, right, we only judge based on, oh, this person, good quality content, creative, funny, oh, talks to their fans. So definitely uh, quality content, uh, genuine and if they resonate with your brand because you know there are creators out there who would do it just for freebies and for money right true but you want to break down all that and put aside of course we all need to earn a living and I'm all for paying content creators I vouch for that I I am very strict on that but there is a separate category lah we can go, go into another topic next time but there, you know you know that Facebook group where you have all the people who want the freebies on you no? yeah. oh, oh. so we want to avoid people like that for sure Faham, faham, faham. Yeah. So, that, yo, you haven't given me a, 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 a free consultation. Say, I want to have an event, a successful event. What should I be on the lookout for? An experience. Oh, right. An like experience that, oh that tells your brand's story, uh, why you decide to come out with this product. Uh, Make money, or, la, what else? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, this is okay, a sh- okay, I will, I will, shout out to my Emacs Beauty CEO if you're listening to this this is your friend uh, uh, you told me to stay true and be genuine <laughs> what? Yeah, for sure but yeah side think, income side income okay, I think income. what I've learned I've always learned from even though as experienced as I am and everything I still learn every day when I do my events or my marketing efforts right so what I learned from our event was that people want it to be different from the other events they go to right yep for example, if let's say I'm launching a foundation, what makes it different than the other brand event I go to? They want something truly different. Um, I've also learned in my other events in other companies, they want it to be intimate. Because mm. sometimes the personality you see on, on in front of camera on TikTok, Instagram, is different than who you meet. People can be extroverted, very in your face, create content, but in person, they may be very introverted and Are they may be too nervous shy. nervous before my show. But now you're better already. But I want to say something. Uh, when I was at Joseph's event, right? The first time uh, I get to play toy gun in an aesthetic clinic. <laughs> I don't know, really. No. They and let balls. me play toy gun. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. And and I mean, there's a purpose to it. Everything yes. is not like, just simply take toy gun and shoot people. But it's very creative. It's very well thought out. Okay, before we close the show, since you call yourself a social media unicorn, 
Okay, and I have two fold. My questions come in two fold. Uh. One is, what does that supposed to mean? And any last advice for brands? Brands! <laughs> yeah. uh, I use that label on LinkedIn for the longest time only because I feel I came from that generation of marketer who wanted to try and do everything. Uh, I started off as social media, but I was always curious. I would ask my leads like, oh, what is influencer marketing? I want to know. Let me try. And I believe, like, I think in the generation today, people strongly believe that social media means you create content. Then they split up the role of TikTok content creator, social media manager. For me, it's as simple as social media means you pakaliao, ah, sorry, ah, new generation, but it's your feed content, your TikTok, influencer marketing, PR. I truly believe these are all lumped together because you need to integrate and you need to communicate with each other to ensure the right content goes up and the right amount of uh, return that you get. Betul. Yeah, and the advice for brands out there, to be honest, is please don't use the word viral. You don't get viral when you want to. Hey, sorry lah, I said it earlier because I want to praise you only, okay? No, 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 no but for brands, know, like, yeah, like, yeah. Because... Correct, 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 of course. You cannot, it's like... You cannot manufacture virality. Correct. I already said that. It's one. like looking for love. When you're looking for it, you don't get it. Oh. <laughs> only on unexpected circumstances. Only, unexpected. You know, the love comes your way, right? Right, and like, always trust your content creators. Don't micromanage them. Like I said, this is earlier, right? Like, wow, don't give that hampalam brief, right? Where it's like A to Z, you must do and then you're not flexible to change it according to the creator's expertise. Have you gotten a 12-page brief? But, yes. Mm. Uh, a, a lot. But, <laughs> <laughs> a lot. The, the thing is that you 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 engaging that thing or then, okay, let's say you engage an agency and you fully believe and trust in your agency, right, to do the work. It's the same as you're engaging with a content creator. Trust them uh, to do their work. Mm. They won't disappoint you. The fact is, the <clears throat> more rules and restrictions you put on, the less they feel happy about working with your brand. And the result will never be good enough. Huh? Yeah. You'll never be good. I always know if I start to dread working on yes. that campaign, right? Ah, like that. that means uh, oh, I don't have the heart. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And one more thing. Sorry, just one more thing. Go it's, on. It's that just because LinkedIn report tells you area to do influencer marketing doesn't mean you should do unless you have the budget or the vision <laughs> for it. <laughs> Brands! <laughs> yeah, because whatever you read on LinkedIn, right, is for America. You are in Malaysia. <laughs> it is a very different benchmark and threshold over here. Right? Don't don't go into like don't go into December and January be like marketing trends for 2023. Every year they'll tell you influencer marketing. Because it's so saturated over in America. The cost is different, the price is different, everything is different. Just because you read a report, then you come back to your team, be like, guys. I need influencer. But don't want to pay. Yeah. Because no budget. Correct. Ah. Then you cannot. No point doing it. You need to see through it and influencer marketing should also be your always on. Same as you put out content for your brand every month. 15 content, 20 content, right? You need 15 KL, 20 KL per month. Things like that. Oh my god, that's a good advice in USA. Uh. One IG post, $2,000 like that. Uh. Yeah. Here, uh, 2000 ringgit, I said they cry for you. Uh. Uh, can you discount? Uh? Yeah. But anyway, well, I will have to close the show because uh, even though it's super fun with you see when you relax right, all the tea comes out you know? <laughs> but before I let you go you can feel free to plug yourself your brand and whatnot. go ahead oh my god if you guys want to fix your face no I'm kidding everyone's beautiful in their own way in 2022 oh my it's god please be era. genuine <laughs> 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 advice right no okay so uh, we all use topical product but there are days and times where you need a little bit more of a push so uh, everybody should get their facials done every three weeks right 
hair treatments or whatever. So uh, check out our brands, Beauty Library, Venus Day, Curvina, and also B Plus Clinic. We will get you sorted from head to toe. Well, that's all. And I hope you get to check out the clinic. I've been there before uh, to do hair treatment and facial. Well, thank you so much, Joseph. We'll talk again. Until next time, thank you for listening, Sayangs. 